0: spirit woke up at eight and i'm ready are you ready are you excited are you happy (laughs) such such a a good thing to be here um blessing like i said last night pastor bob was one of the the first pastors who actually uh, saw the call of god on my life i mean and 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 saw the ministry that god God gave me and, and believed on it you know Because many times you have a vision from God and and people, they look at you and they look on the outward and they look at age and they look at other things but God looks at the heart. And I know that God is not dependent on man to do what He wants to do. All He looks for is your faith. And He was one of the first persons who saw actually the ministry begin and then I saw this church begin as well I had the privilege to to at his home and see the home church and now look at this we're here together after like three years yeah and we've been to different nations we've uh, preached the gospel in seven nations so far and and I know it's going to expand more and more and we've seen that harvest and souls saved and sick people healed and people delivered by the power of God and I know that if if you came here this morning, who, who was not he, who was not here last night? Raise your hand. You were not here. Oh, wow. A lot of people were not here last night. We had incredible miracles. We saw people healed, delivered. I mean, people who uh, had problem hearing, they heard. I mean, the lady with the uh, uh, word of knowledge came out of a lady with a car accident that she had and had messed up her hip. The Lord instantly healed her right here. And I know that there's more. The Lord showed sure that he, he wants to do more here to, to, today. And I know that He's going to move. He's going to blow this place up with the fire of heaven. Let the wind blow. Let <laughs> the, the fire fall and let the glory come down. And I tell you what, when the glory comes down, get ready because it's not going to be a church as usual. It's crazy. <laughs> it's wild. <laughs> Just before I go into the message, you know, we have some product. I, I Actually, last night I forgot to, to mention that. It's just like, we have a, a DVD here in the back. I have some CDs of messages. That This is a power conference. Me and Dr. Frank Summerall, he was here last night. Uh, we preached together in Fort Myers. As the power of God fell. I mean, people were baptized in the Holy Ghost, healed, saved. It was amazing what the Lord did in that power conference. It was like wild service, like last night. So... Uh, I'm gonna give this to Pastor Bob. Oh, <laughs> I give this one to uh some special guests here, Larry and Janine. Pastor Larry and Pastor Janine. Yeah. they uh we've known them for some years already, right? And it's it's so good that you guys came and actually last night we had people from all over Florida. And and I I really mean that. Seriously, like we had people from Miami. <laughs> you know, my bro- I know my brother and my sister love others also. Jose over there. Uh, we had uh, people from uh, Jacksonville. Stand up, Caris. She drove all the way from Jacksonville just to, just to be here. We had people from uh, all over central Florida. We had people from Leesburg. Drove two hours to be here. People from uh, hmm? Naples. Four and a half hours just to be in the service. And he actually drove last night after the service to Naples. From Hollywood, our friend Susie Tap, she uh, she's from Australia originally, but she's preaching in Hollywood, Florida, and she flew, she caught a plane to be here with us. Stand up, Susie. <laughs> yeah. We got people from Orlando, from Sanford, I mean from all over Florida. I tell God's up, God is up to something. Tell you. Hallelujah thank you. Let's pray. Uh, Raise your hands right now. Let's pray. Let's thank the Lord for His presence. Father, we thank you, Lord. We thank you for your presence. We thank you for your sweet presence in this place, Lord. I thank you for this church. And I thank you for this ministry. And I thank you for every guest who came here. And I pray, God, that your spirit will move and it will break any bondage. It will break every chain. It will break sickness and disease. It will break the power of the devil right now, Father. I pray that the fire of heaven will fall in this place and saturate this place, Lord God. Let people burn with the fire of God inside their hearts. Ignite a fire that no man can quench, that no demon in hell can stop. Light the fires of revival in this place, God. Light the fires of revival in this ministry. Light the fires of revival in this region. Yes, Hallelujah! I feel such a powerful anointing already. Oh, Ramusta Karamas. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. I see, I see the Lord removing a sinus infection um, out of somebody here. He's, he's healing that. I have sinus problems, congestion is hard to breathe. The Lord is touching right now. Just receive that in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, Jesus. The Lord's also touched somebody's back, he had herniated disc. The Lord is removing that. He's giving you a new disc in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. I feel such a powerful anointing right now, seriously. Jesus, Holy Spirit, help us. Lead us. Holy Spirit, come. Holy Ghost, blow in this place. Breathe upon your people today a fresh breath from heaven. Breathe, Lord, the life-giving Spirit of God, Lord. Breathe upon your people today, Lord. And where there has been death and fear and sickness, Father, breathe life today, Lord. Breathe life into people's bodies. Breathe strength. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Jesus we're going to be praying for people I don't feel like praying right now but just, just stay in that spirit of worship stay in that spirit of, of expectancy because something is going to break open here in this place I sense it it's going to be different it's going to be glorious <laughs> Oh, go to the book of Acts chapter 2 real quick Acts two, verse one. Shakarabasata. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Acts chapter two, verse one. I was so uh, messed up last night that I was like, "But I'm gonna preach, Lord." You know. <laughs> uh, sometimes I come to service. I know it's. I mean, I pray and seek the Lord, but sometimes I get up here and don't know what to preach. <laughs> yeah. It's it's the, it's actually the best, you know, because um when you plan everything, I mean, it's all right, and I I do plan, but. When you come up here and then you don't know what to say, it's the best time because it led up the Holy Spirit. So just, I was in my seat and I felt the Lord, I mean, just preach on the Holy Ghost. (laughs) You know why? Because many churches, they, I mean, they talk about Jesus. And they speak about salvation and they speak about being born again, which is, which is the message of the kingdom of God. But the kingdom of God is, there's the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And some church, they want Jesus, but they don't want the Holy Spirit. And you cannot separate the two of them. You cannot say, ah, oh, I want salvation, but I don't want the Holy Spirit because it's things that get messy and it's weird, you know. Some church don't like the Holy Spirit very much, you know. But I tell you what, the Lord is restoring the fire, and it's, He's ignited the fire of God, and and... I mean, churches are going to literally be set ablaze with the fire of heaven. And those who are willing to say, I don't care what people think. I don't care what people say. I don't care if, if I lose members of my church. I want the fire of the Holy Spirit in my church. I want the fire of heaven. I want the fire of God. That's what matters. Nothing else can get people saved. Nothing else can get people healed. Nothing else can convince people of their sins. Nothing! Nothing you do, nothing you say, because the Bible says it's the Holy Spirit who brings conviction into people's hearts. It's the Holy Spirit who leads us. It's the Holy Spirit who, how do we know we are saved? The witness of the Spirit of God inside of us. Those who are led by the Spirit, these are the sons of God by the leading, by the witness of the Holy Spirit. And I believe that the church needs to to get to a place of really seeking, God, I want your Holy Spirit to take complete control of our services. I do not want to get up here and preach a message out of my mind. I want an inspired utterance of the voice of the Spirit of God. It's no worth singing without the Holy Spirit. It's no worth singing, preaching, ushering, whatever you do. It's no worth. It's worth nothing without the Holy Spirit. It's meaningless. Hallelujah. Ooh. <laughs> and the Bible says, the Bible reads like this, Acts chapter 2, verse 1. It reads like this. It reads, when the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. Say one place. All together. All together in one place. (laughs) It means unity. They were with the same heart, with the same purpose, with the same intentions, the same plan. And they're all together in one place. And I believe that there's one place. The body of Christ is so large today, all over the nations. But I believe that there is one place in the the realm of the Spirit that we're getting into. And when the body of Christ comes to this one place, the fire of heaven is going to fall. Suddenly. Suddenly. A sound like the blowing of a violent wind. Winds of change. (laughs) Came. From heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw that seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. It's interesting to me because it came to the tongues of fire came on each of them and it rested on each of each head. There was a fire, and I believe that there's a fire for each head. Man, I tell you what, I got my fire, and then you cannot have my fire, I'm sorry. But I'm telling you what, there's a fire, that it is your fire, and I cannot have your fire. There's a fire for your head. There's a fire separated, chosen only for you. Hallelujah, I feel the anointing on that one. (laughs) There's a fire for you. There's a fire of heaven, it's reserved, it's separated, it's appointed. For you, especially for you, you got your own fire. You cool or what? <laughs> and it says like this: All of them say, all of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues, as the Spirit enabled them. It says that they were in unity. They were together, they were in one place. And we are here in one place, we are together, and we are unified in one purpose. We want the presence of the King of Kings and Lord of Lords in this place. We want the reign, the control, the dominion of the Holy Spirit in this service and in this church. Amen, Pastor? We want the fire of God. We want the presence of the King. We want the Holy Spirit to blow up in this place. We have the same purpose, same passion, the same desire. Lord, we want you open up the heavens, rent the heavens, and come down. And I tell you what—suddenly, wait for the suddenness of God. Suddenly, the sound of a violent wind, winds of change, begin to blow begin to breathe upon that place. And when the Lord saw unity, when the Lord saw the purpose, when the Lord saw a, a, a unified body of believers were crying out, Lord, we want it. He said, I got to come down. I got to respond to the cry of my people. I got to respond to my promise. I said that if they would wait, I would pour out my spirit on all flesh and their sons and their daughters would prophesy. And... Boom! There was an explosion of God's power, and that there was a fire on each head. And the Bible said they were all filled. All filled. There's not one that was not filled. They were all filled. All of them. All of them. There were 120. 120 people. And they were all filled. And each Each one had a fire on their head. And what I want to talk to you also about today is, is this. The result of that one meeting changed the course of history. What happened in that upper room changed the history of mankind. One meeting with 120 people changed the history of the world. One meeting, one moment in God's presence is able to change your destiny. (laughs) One meeting, one moment, one, one touch of heaven, one touch of the Holy Ghost is powerful enough to change death sentences. And to heal sick bodies. And to give strength to bodies. And to make people walk. And to make the blind see and the deaf hear. One moment, one blow of the wind of God. One blow of the winds of change. And that's why we are here tonight, today. There's a fire for your head. Tell that to your neighbor, there's a fire. There's a fire for your head. And look at this verse 12, it says, amazed and perplexed, they asked one another, what does this mean? Some, however, made fun of them and said, they have had too much wine. You know why they said that they, they, they looked like drunk? I mean, they, they, were like, they were drunk because they looked like drunk. And not just because they were speaking tongues. If they were speaking tongues and they were understanding what is it about, you know? But the reason why they said these men have had too much wine is because they looked drunk. And in fact, they were drunk. But not of the wine, but of the new wine of the Holy Ghost. <laughs> and I believe that the church needs to come to a place of drunkenness. I know it's kind of crazy to say that, but it's true. Because drunken people function better than normal people. Have you seen a drunken man? I mean, in the flesh. Have you seen a dr- how many have you seen a drunken man? And it's funny because I—it's funny and sad at the same time. Don't don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that I like to see people drunk in the flesh, but I'm saying this: I've seen drunk people that are like some short guys, and they got drunk and they got wild, and they want to fight everybody, and they think that they are strong and they, and they have all power. They like crazy people, and they do stuff that they wouldn't do in the natural. They do like crazy stuff, you know. They can get into trouble because they're drunk. And I tell you what, something about the Holy Spirit: when you're drunk with the Spirit, you do like crazy stuff that you wouldn't do in the natural. <laughs> because you're so full of the Holy Spirit, I mean, you go to a deaf person and say, "I command this deaf ear to open right now in the name of Jesus," and boom, it happens. Because you're drunk. You're not responsible for yourself. The Holy Spirit is leading you. The Holy Spirit is all over you. You follow the Holy Ghost. Follow the fire. Follow the fire of heaven. (laughs) We need some more drunken people in the church. (laughs) We need some drunk preachers. We need some drunk pastors. (laughs) We need some drunk worship leaders. We need some drunken sound man. I mean, that's dangerous. No, it can mess up the whole service. <laughs> Jesus. Hallelujah. I feel such a powerful anointing of the Lord. Oh. Oh, Jesus, thank you, Lord, for the new wine of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. And Peter was drunk. And Peter, some time before he said, you know, people said, you are with Jesus, right? You are one of, one of his disciples. And he said, no, no, I don't know this man. You know, I don't know this man. I'm sorry. I'm not his disciple. You know. And then another time they went to Peter. Peter, you were, with, you were with Jesus, right? You were one of his disciples. I see by your accent that you you have been with Jesus. No, no, you're deceived. I'm not. I'm not, I don't know this man. I don't know him. And the third time, they said, Peter, come on, Peter. Confess that. You, you've been with Jesus. You're one of, one of the disciples. And Peter began to curse and say, no, I'm not. And he began to say horrible things. But that same Peter, some time later, when he was touched by the fire of heaven, when the fire of the Holy Spirit came upon Peter, all that guilt and all that shame and all that bondage that he he dealt with because I believe, I believe it was not easy for Peter. It was hard because he was like, I denied the Lord. I don't deserve to be used by God. I denied Jesus. And some of you today, maybe you, you, you did not deny Jesus, but you've done something wrong and you say, I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy to be full of the Holy Spirit. I'm not worthy to be drunk of the Spirit. But I'm here to tell you, you are worthy by the blood of Jesus. He has made you worthy. He has paid the price for you. And there's none of us that can stand here on this pulpit and say it is by our own effort or by our own merits. It's only by the blood of Jesus. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. All have sinned and fall short of the glory. But through the blood, we, He has made a way. He has torn the veil. And we have access to the presence of God. Free access. It's free entrance. You don't have to pay for it. You don't have to earn it. It's free. It's, it's grace of God. <laughs> you don't have to fast for it. It's free. And I'm not saying it's wrong to fast. But what I'm saying is this, I mean, you you can be fasting to be in a mode of of receiving from the Lord. but And like to remove all distractions. But what I'm saying is this, you do not earn the presence of God by your own efforts. I've been to meetings like that when I was in missions. Like sometimes pastors, they like to take you all around. And then one time I was in Brazil, I was like all around like in the streets, it's like, man, I want to pray, I want to, I want to seek the Lord, and have no time for anything, I was in the car a whole day, and I came to the church, and then I stood there, I was like, Lord, I'm tired, I didn't sleep much last night, I need to preach, I didn't even pray mo- much, but it's by your grace, by your mercy, it's not, has nothing to do with me, and I stand here, Lord, use me, the service was like, incredible, miracle signs and wonders happened, it's the grace of God and I'm not encouraging spiritual laziness don't get me wrong but I'm saying it's all by the grace of God that we stand here today it's his name it's his grace it's his gospel it's his message it's his kingdom it's his Holy Spirit and and I'm saying that the Lord wants to get some people here today (laughs) and just give them a drink of the new wine of the Holy Spirit And I believe that some people here today are not filled with the Holy Spirit yet. And the Lord wants to baptize you with the Holy Ghost. We were just in Pompano Beach last weekend. We called out, I want all the teenagers to come here. You have not spoken in tongues. I want you to come here right now. We're going to get it in the name of Jesus. A bunch of teenagers were there. And they were like crying out, out of their lungs, Lord, baptize me with the Holy Spirit. They all fell under the power and began to speak in tongues and sing spiritual hymns. Just beautiful thing. Like 14 years old, 15 years old, being filled with the Holy Spirit. And I believe that the Lord wants to release that to a greater measure. And and He wants the church to experience that in a common basis. I don't believe healing and miracles and signs and wonders and baptism of the Holy Spirit is like a one-time thing. A one-time event. It's just, oh, once a year we'll do a revival. No, 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 no. It's every day in the presence of God. You're in your home, you're in the presence of God. You're in the shower, you're in the presence of God. You're in the shower, you're speaking tongues. You're singing spiritual songs and say, Lord, I thank you for your anointing in the shower. I thank you, God, for your presence in my room. I thank you, Lord, for your anointing in the car. I thank you, God, for your anointing in my workplace. I thank you, God, because you abide in me. Jesus, I feel the anointing. And it's not only once. Once a year or once in every six months. It's, it's an ongoing thing. Miracles, signs and wonders and healings. And then we were in a church in Rio. And the pastor was like, wow, we had never experienced that in our church. It's like it's time to begin to experience by ourselves. When we leave, it's time to begin to experience by ourselves. Because you can. The Bible says, these signs shall follow them that believe. It doesn't say, these signs shall follow the pastor or the apostle or the evangelist. Then that believe, then that believe, then that believe. What's that requirement? Believe. Do you believe? Amen. You qualify for it. You believe? It's yours. And I told him it's time to experience that on a common basis. I mean, so incredible things in, in December. We prayed for a man. He didn't have part of his muscle in his legs because of a car accident. He was missing part of his muscle. We prayed for the man. He fell on the floor under the anointing. So this kind of thing, I mean, it's, you cannot, in the service, like, let me see if you have a muscle. I mean, I'm not a doctor. <laughs> so he went to the doctor. And he did some exams, and the doctor said, I have good news for you. I don't know what happened to you, but I want to tell you that there's the, your muscle is complete. There's perfect muscle in your legs. The muscle is complete on your legs. I mean, it's perfect. Divine surgery. Another lady sent me a testimony by email. She was in Rio as well. We prayed for, for, for ladies. And then she had a several cysts on her ovaries. Several of them. Like several. Since 2006, she came to the front. She felt the heat coming into her belly. Like really strong. A week later, she went to the doctor and she did an ultrasound. There was nothing there. Nothing. I'm talking about doctor confirmed miracles. Hallelujah. And the only way we can achieve that and the only way we can experience that is only by the power of the Holy Spirit. And this power is available here today for you if you're hungry, if you're thirsty. It's here right now. Peter. Addressed the crowd and said, these men are not drunk as you suppose. It's 9 in the morning. No, they didn't, they didn't drink wine. But this is the fulfillment of Prophet Joel said that in the last days, your sons and daughters shall prophesy. Bye-bye, Susie. <laughs> she has to preach in, in South Florida. God bless you. Your old men will dream dreams. Your young men will see Visions. This is the fulfillment of the last days. And then he preached a message. And that message, in one message, 3,000 people were added to the kingdom of God. 3,000. The fire came on 120. And as soon as the fire came, a moment later, 3,000 were added to the kingdom of God. The fire of God will cause you to win souls for Christ. The fire of God will cause you to have an itching on the inside of you that I got to do something for God. I got to win some people for God. I got to do something. I got to preach the gospel. I got to lay hands on some sick people and see them recover. I got to do something with what God has given me. The fire of God is not to stay on the pew. The fire of God comes for service. And if you don't want to work, stop praying for the fire of God. If, you don't do, if, you, if you're lazy, stop praying for the fire of God. Because the fire of God will cause you to do something with it. The fire of God caused Peter to address a crowd. He denied Jesus three times. But the fire of God came upon him and he became bold like a lion. And said, oh! And he began to preach the first mass crusade. And 3,000 were added to the kingdom. And in this, the Bible says that every day they praise God and, and they prayed in the temple, in, in the homes. The church is coming to a time, listen to this, that we're not going to depend only on buildings. I'm not saying that we're not going to have buildings anymore, but I'm saying that it's not only going to be here, but it's going to be in the streets, it's going to be in the homes of the people, it's going to be offices, in the marketplace. We're going to see the presence of God invade, the pl- I mean, all over. I was in Fort Myers um, two weeks ago, I think, I believe. And we did some revival meeting there. And uh, we, we told the church to come out and, and go to the streets with us. And I was over there with uh, Daniela. And she, she's great at, at that, doing that and evangelism, powerful. And uh, we saw a man with a cane. He was walking like this. like He could barely walk with the cane in the mall. I said, I'm gonna, I'm gonna preach to you. Let's let's get him. It's like, sir, I want to talk to you real quick. Do you have any time to me, for me? For me? It's like, yeah, sure. It's like, have you heard that God loves you and has a wonderful plan for your life? And he's like, um, yeah. And then I began to share the gospel with him, real simple. We did. We taught uh, yesterday. If you're not here, you missed it. But maybe we we'll have another opportunity. <laughs> but anyway, the guy was like curious about it, and then. I told him about the plan of salvation and how he could know for sure that you'd make it to heaven. So he was like, "How do I get that? How do I receive that?" He asked me. I was like, "Wow, that's that's awesome that he is asking that." And I said, "You need to invite Jesus to come into your heart right now. You don't need to come to church for it. It's right here in the streets." He said, yes, I want it. I want that in my life. I was like, cool, let's pray. And then I, began to say, I began to lead him in the prayer of salvation. And he said, he, he began to pray aloud, Lord Jesus, in the mall. Thank you for dying for me on the cross. I believe you are the son of God. And he began to cry. And he began, I, I saw that sincerity that he was praying, like he was really meaning it. In the mall, and people are passing by and and. He had his hands raised up and and I was praying for him and people were like, what's going on here? That's weird. And then at the end, I was like, that's awesome. You got salvation. You, You know you're going to heaven. Your sins are forgiven. The Bible says that you're a new creature. But it doesn't stop there. You're sick. I want to pray for your body. Do you believe that the Lord can heal you? Do you believe that the Lord can touch you? And he was like, Yes, I believe that. Faith came to his heart. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. So I said, do you want me to pray for you right now? I'm going to pray for you right now. And the power of God is going to follow you right now, right here. And he said, okay. I, and I'm talking about an unbeliever. I'm not talking about church guy. I'm talking about an unbeliever. Not a church goer. He doesn't go to church. He doesn't know what church is about. He, not a Christian. He was not. And then and then he, he lifted his hand. and was like, I'm gonna pray for you right now. Close your eyes, and he closed his eyes, and he had the cane. He's like, "Father, in the name of Jesus, let the fire of God come on his body right now." And I command this sickness to go. I command this pain to leave his body, and I command his strength into his legs right now, in Jesus' name. So I, the man began to shake like this. He was vibrating. I was like, "What's going on?" And he's like, "I'm feeling something weird. I'm feeling something strange." I was like, what, what is it? He's like, I'm feeling, I don't know what it is, but it, it is like electricity is coming all over my body. I was like, you know what is this? It's the power of God, man. I'm, I'm, we're praying and he responds to our prayers. It's the power of God. And then like, he's like shaking. I was like, wow, it's crazy. I was like, how do you feel? He's like, I feel no pain. I'm like, great. Do you feel strength? He's like, I'm feeling stronger. I don't know why, but I'm, I, this electricity is giving me strength. I was like, cool. You know what? Give him this cane. I was like, give him that cane in Jesus' name. Boom. I got his cane. I said, now walk without the cane. And the man began to walk. And the man began to leap. And he began to do like this. And I was like, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And people are passing by. They're like, these are crazy people. And I had the cane like that. Thank you, Lord. (laughs) Thank you, Lord Jesus. And he began to cry. And he said, I don't need that cane anymore. What I did is like, I didn't want to get his cane because it was his cane. So I, I, you know what? I got his, his truck and I put it on the back of his trunk. And then he, began to, he went to the supermarket. Did all his stuff by himself. No cane. He came back and he's like, I'm good. <laughs> I'm doing wonderful. Thank you. Thank you for praying for me. Thank you for sharing about Jesus to me. Thank you. I was like, "This is what the church needs. We need to see revival in the streets. We need to see the power of heaven, the fire of God, in the streets." Amen. Hallelujah! And it's coming a day. It's coming a day that we will see, begin to see that more commonly. And I believe we are, are already are. There are people who are being trained. We're sharing about like there's a guy in California that he went to the supermarket and he said, "I want to give an announcement." He said. I want to pray for the sick. And he went to the microphone and said, if you have any sickness in your body, come here. We're going to pray for you. And people begin to fall under the power of God in the supermarket. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I was in in England last year in London at the airport. And I was there with uh, with the guy who traveled with me and there was a friend of mine and she brought another friend. We were... uh, we are going to uh, uh, Finland and we stopped there to have lunch at the airport. And then this guy, 93, 90, 93 years old, old man, he got saved when he was 90. And he was filled with the Holy Spirit when he was 91, he was baptized in the Holy Ghost. I was like, man, this guy could have died, you know. But he, he got saved when he was 90 and he was filled with the Holy Spirit at 91 and he's and he 93 today. So he went there, and he, and he was hearing all the testimonies. And he was sick; had some problem in his arm, like tendonitis or something that he could not move his arms. Just terrible, bothered him for several years. And then he said, "You know what? I want prayer for my my, my arm. I, I need to be healed. i it, it hurts a lot, and I'm tired. I'm tired to be sick." I was like wow that's awesome let's we'll pray for you and he's like but i want here right now i was like right here at the restaurant he said yeah we're going to pray for right okay cool and then it was packed with people people traveling everywhere and then i said close your eyes we're going to pray right now it was on the table the food was there it's like, Father, in the name of Jesus, release your anointing right here at the restaurant. The guy began to speak in tongues. I mean, it was like fire came in the restaurant table. And then, I mean, we began to speak in tongues. We begin to call on the fire of God. And like, people were like, what is going on? And all of a sudden, we were praying for him. I laid hands on his, his arm and said, be healed in the name of Jesus. The guy jumped out of the chair and said, I am healed! totally healed of his arm and then like began to move in the restaurant I'm talking about miracles in the streets miracles in the marketplace miracles in the church miracles ever. the presence of the Holy Ghost everywhere you go everywhere you go the Christian club invited me to preach at the university last year and I might do it again this year And we went to the classroom where people teach philosophy and all this stuff. And we preached the message of the kingdom of God, the gospel of Jesus Christ. And people got healed in the university. There was a young lady who, who was away from the Lord for three years. She was backslidden. She came back to the Lord and she was healed of a stiff neck problem she had for like two years. And she's on fire for God. There are no limits for the anointing. As long as you yield yourself to the Holy Spirit and say, I want everything you got, even if it's embarrassing at times. (laughs) I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Because it is the power of God unto salvation. It is the power. It is the power. Some people are against power. The gospel is the power of God unto salvation. You don't like the power of God, you don't like the gospel. Because the gospel is the power of God. Romans 1, 16, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ because the gospel is the power of God unto salvation to everyone who believes. To everyone. (laughs) Oh, I feel such an anointing right now. Jesus. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. We love you, Holy Spirit. (laughs) We do do not want to grieve your spirit, Lord. Like some people do. We want everything that the Holy Spirit has for us. Why don't you lift your hands right now and begin to worship the Lord. And begin to thank Him. And begin to invite His presence. And begin to say, Lord, Holy Spirit bring that fire in my life in my heart i want the fire of the holy spirit to burn stronger and stronger and stronger i want the fire of heaven i want the fire that peter had i want the fire that paul had i want the fire lord that the disciples had i want the fire of the other church i want this fire lord keep in that spirit of worship one time john wesley People ask him, what is the secret of your ministry? And he said, you know what the secret is? I stand in one place. And I let the fire follow me. And I burn myself with the fire. And I burn so much until people begin to watch and watch me burn. And this fire of God is being released upon young people, upon old people, upon, upon every person in the body of Christ at this moment. To everyone who is hungry, to everyone who is thirsty, you're going to get it because you desire for it and the Lord is going to give you this fire. Listen to this, the book of Judges, there's a story about Samson. It's a powerful. Samson, one time. He went to revenge the enemies and he got 300 foxes, 300 foxes and he tied their tails by pairs and he lit the fire on the foxes tails and he put the foxes, the 300 foxes to run and when they ran They ran into the harvest with fire. And when the foxes ran with the fire, it burned everything. burned the whole harvest. And I believe that at this hour, at this time, the Lord wants to put fire on our tail. And to say, run! Because there's a harvest. There's a harvest. There's a harvest. And He's going to burn with the fire of God. are you ready are you ready to be one of those foxes for God are you ready to say I want to run on the fire I want to run I want to burn I want to burn I want to burn I want to burn I want to burn. burn for God with everything I have and I don't care what people think I don't care what churches think I don't care if some pastor don't like me I don't care listen to this. The fire of God is dangerous. Who wants the fire of God? Be careful. It's dangerous. Not every person is gonna like you. Not every person is gonna want to come to your services. Not every person will sow an offering to your ministry. Not every pastor is gonna like you and talk good about you. But I don't care. I want the fire. I want the glory. I want the passion. I want the oh! The presence of God. That's what I desire. And who cares if some people don't like it? It's their problem. I want the fire of heaven. I want the Holy Ghost to like me. That's all I want. That's all that matters. As long as as he likes you and, and he is pleased with you, that's all that matters jesus if you're such a powerful morning oh just raise your hands right now and receive that the fire of the holy ghost lord bring a fire tonight today lord bring a fire light the fires of revival in this place Father light the fires of reviving this church. Let this church be marked, branded by the fire, branded by the fire, branded by the fire of God. As people bring oxen, and they bring cows with fire that are ablaze, I pray you bring hearts with the fire of God, with the fire of God today God change people, change circumstances. Change, Lord, mindsets. Change, God, visions, Lord. Change, God, fears, Lord. Change people's bodies and minds and hearts and spirits. God, through a supernatural work that only you can do and set people ablaze. Sing something about the fire right now. Fire. Fire.
1: Fire. Fall down.
0: Fall down on us, we pray. Come on, pray for the power of God right now. Pray for the fire.
1: Fire, fall down, your fire. Fall down, on us we pray. Fire, fall down.
0: Come on, sing it out. Fall down. on the fire right now. Cry
1: out. I see the fire of heaven. I see the fire of God. I see the power
0: of God right now. Falling on some people already. I see the power of heaven. The fire of God. Fire of God. Fire, of God. fire fall down. Stand up right now. Stand up
1: right now. Come on, sing it out. Sing it out right now. Say fire fall down. Fire fall Sing it up! fire, fire, fire. Fall down on us, we pray. Let the fire fall. voices fire fall down fire, fall come on sing down. it out Your fire, fall down.
0: On us, sing it again sing it again fire fall down
1: fire, with everything you down. have sing it Your fire, fall down fall down Lord us, let the fire fall in this place let the fire of God consume us Lord. Release, it. Release your glory.
0: an altar call right now if you're here in this place and if say, Hermes I want to be a burning one I want to burn for God I want to be a burning one I have this burning passion this burning desire to burn for God I want the fire of heaven to come like it came into the early church and I want the fire of heaven to touch my head and give my flame and if say, Hermes I want this fire to burn inside of me I want you to step out of your seat and come here to the front right now, in Jesus' name. If you want the fire of heaven to burn on the inside of you. I want this fire. I want this fire. Lord, I want your fire, Lord. I want your glory, God. That's all that matters, Lord. Nothing else matters, Lord. Nothing else nothing else, ministry, church, nothing else matters without your glory, without your presence, everything else is meaningless, Lord. I need your fire, Lord. I need your presence,
1: Jesus. I want you, Lord. Come on, begin to worship Him and say, I want you, Jesus. Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit come! Holy Spirit come! Holy Ghost come! Holy Ghost! Holy Spirit! Holy Spirit! Breathe on me tonight, today Lord. Breathe on me today. Father, breathe on me today. Breathe on me today, God. Oh, breath of Breathe oh, breath of power. God. Breathe the fire of God. Oh, breath of God. The fire of God. Breathe the gift of the Spirit. Burn for God. We pray.
0: you lord let him burn with the fire of the holy ghost i pray right now for an impartation of your spirit upon his life right now god release that glory release that fire on the inside of him let it come out let it be released to new levels new experience with you god new desires new dreams new visions. fire Come here, come here. Bring (laughs) her. Come on, sing right now Sing the spirit Sing the spirit right now
1: Come on, sing it out Sing it out Feel this place, God
0: Fill this place of your glory
1: Fill this place Shira There's
0: such an awesome presence of God. There's such an awesome atmosphere. I feel like heaven just came in when we begin to praise and worship we begin to speak the language of heaven because that's the language of heaven is praise and worship that's all there is in heaven in heaven there's been no preaching in heaven there's no need for preaching in heaven i don't need to stand on a pulpit and preach it's just worship and then we begin to speak the language of heaven we invite the heavenly host to come we invite the angels, we invite the Holy Ghost and Jesus and the whole company of heaven and they begin to praise with us. The Bible says that the Lord inhabits the praises of His people and that word praise in the Hebrews, Tehillah, means a spontaneous song. The Lord inhabits the spontaneous songs of His people. I feel such a spirit of worship right now. Just take a time right now. Don't be in a hurry. Just begin to worship a little more. Just begin to sing a little more. We worship you. Jesus. We, worship you. we love to worship you, Lord. We love to... We love to worship you, Jesus.
1: We love to worship you,
0: God. We love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. Come on, tell him right now you love him. If you love him, tell him. He wants to hear that. Say, I love you, Lord. Again, we love you. We love you.
1: Oh we love you, Lord. Oh, how we love you. Oh, how we
0: love we love you, Jesus, we love you, Lord. We love We love you, Lord, we love you, we love you, we love
1: you, we love you Jesus. We love you, Lord. We love your presence. We love you, Jesus. Sing that strong right now. We love you.
0: If you are here t- today, and if you are not filled with the Holy Spirit yet, you believe in Jesus. But they say, Hermes, I have never been baptized in the Holy Spirit. I do not speak in tongues, and I want that. I want you to come out of your seat and come up here, because He wants to give it to you right now. Who does not speak in tongues? Anyone who speak in tongues? Let me see your hand. Come here. You can come. It's free and he wants to baptize with the Holy Ghost. Kalalala namostor basta che lembro costor bombandé proste mandele